And uh, this morning, I would like to greet everyone. A very pleasant day to all of you. Wherever you are, I know that the Lord is able to touch you, minister to you in a very special way. We know that we have come together to listen to Him. And uh, this morning, this day, it's just but right to open our hearts to the Lord. Buksi ang imo tagipusoon. Let's allow His Spirit to speak to us even as the, the Word of God will be heard today. Now, it's good to listen to His voice and for the past two Sundays, and this is the third Sunday of the first month of 2021, New Year 2021. And uh, we have been blessed by so much messages uh, for the next two weeks. And now this is the third Sunday and I believe that God has a word for you and me again. The title of the message this morning is Your Dreams Are Bigger Than Your Memories. Basically, we should not let our past memories become bigger than our dreams. You see, memories shape who you are today. Dreams shape who you will become tomorrow. And we're going to listen to the voice of the Lord and we are going to look at again Isaiah 43 reading verse 18 to 19. You realize that from first Sunday, second Sunday, we are receiving inputs from Isaiah the prophet. And this morning we are going to listen to what the Lord is saying through this message of prophet Isaiah. Verse 18, very powerful text. Forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. May God bless the reading of His Word. I pray that the Word of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will minister to you and to your family today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, the beginning of New Year is unusual in, in that, that more than any other time of the year, most people will like a few minutes of evaluation. They want to evaluate their lives. I don't know about you, but I believe ang iban sa aton naghatag sang or naghimo sang evaluation sa aton personal nga kabuhi. And many people, they probably will ask several questions like this. Have I reached my goal? Nalabot ko bala ang akon gusto malabot sang last year sa 2020? Do I need to change some things? Other things that I need to change? Sa muna nga may mga resolutions ang kadamaan. Another question will be, can I do better? Or are there some things that I need to stop doing? Now, these are some very common questions that 
for many of us, wants to evaluate whether we have truly reached our goal in 2020. But you see, from many Christians, many believers haven't set any goals at all for a long, long time. You know why? Because there's a tendency that we are contented with where we are. We feel we can't get any better. Or we feel like our best days are already behind us. No need to uh, make goals. Now, you see, God is not pleased with this kind of attitude. I want you to know that. Because God is saying to you and to me today that we should not allow the reasons why we are not making goals every year. It's because probably you have some past bad experiences that is still haunting your memories today. So the title of the message today, Don't Let Your Bad Memories Become Bigger Than Your Dreams. You see, Isaiah's writing to the children of Israel came at a very depressed period of their history. They are in captivity. They have lost everything they thought they would keep forever. They were homesick for their land. You remember the promised land they have received? And they're no longer in the promised land. They are now far away. And they are captivated by another territory or another enemy's territory. They are not experiencing, in fact, the blessings God had promised them. Now, they need to know the reasons why and why is this happening to them. They need to hear the word of the Lord again. And this is where that God spoke through the prophet Isaiah in chapter 43, verses 18 to 19. It's an instruction that they need to hear and obey. Now, the first step to embracing what God wants to do in their life could also be probably the challenge that God is telling us today that we need to embrace so that we can see the future that God prepared for us in advance. Looking at this passage, we can learn, one, there must be a change of focus. In other words, the first step is change your focus. Keep looking behind, or rather quit looking behind, and start looking ahead. In verse 18, again, let me repeat that word to you, forget the former things. He said, do not dwell in the past. Because if you are continually looking behind, you cannot see where you are going. If you are ever going to move into a new journey, you must learn that, A, you cannot depend upon the past victories to sustain you. Now, the children of Israel had many victories in their past. They were 
set from Egypt's tyranny, they were set free. Remember that? The time of Moses? They conquer the land of Canaan. Wow! That's why they were in Canaan, because there are so much enemies they conquered in order for them to fulfill the promise that God gave long, long time ago. They fought and they conquered enemies' territory. They survived a split of their country. But now, they are in captivity again. All their previous victories were doing nothing to set them free. And so they needed a new work, a new miracle, and of course, a new victory. But they need to do something. And this leads to letter B. It says, you cannot allow your past failures to possess you. Not only your victories, but also your failures in the past. Now, the children of Israel had failed God miserably. Every time, you know, God blesses them with good things, they return to Him with evil things. Grabe, kaayos ang ginoo sa ila, but they are returning something, you know, not pleasing to God by doing evil things. You see, when God gave them the temple, they had given him idol worship. Wow. God gave them the truth, the word, so that they can live according to the truth, but they live and proclaim a lie. God gave them his commands, but they live in constant disobedience. And God gave them wealth, but they use it to abuse the poor. Now, God gave them himself. They, in fact, gave him nothing except rejection. You see, God has done so much things to the people of God, to the children of Israel. And so the children of Israel did not deserve to receive anything from God. But yet he still loved them and he earnestly wanted to help them change. God was not condemning them for their past. Instead, God was holding out the hand of hope and he is in effect saying, I am giving you an opportunity to start over. I think it's not just a message sa mga Israelinhon. But this is also a message for us today. Perhaps we can relate to the children of Israel that, you know, in spite of what the Lord has done, we return Him the other side. He blesses so much, but yet many times we try not to go back just simply to honor Him. And that's the reason why sometimes may mga sitwasyon, but God is not there to judge Israel. And the same thing, he is not here to judge us, but he is here to bless us. But let me ask a question now. Why do people still live in the memories of the past? Nga, daw kahapos lang yagyapon, magpabilin sa mga sitwasyon nga natapos na, 
Perhaps we are talking about ano fresh pa sa iban sa inyo ang mga memories of 2020. But why is it looking at the general, you know, the general attitude of people that many are still stuck to their past memories or past experiences, particularly sa sitwasyon na natabu na not only in 2020, even previous years ago. Well, there are several reasons. Probably because people still wants to stay in the past because of the really, really good past. May mga natabo nga maayo. No? These are good memories in the past. Now, some people have had great life and above average accomplishments. They may feed, feel that they are no way that their future is going to equal their past. So they settle for just simply reminiscing about the past. Basta kuntinto na yung iban nila, ah, the best yung una. I don't think uh, the future will surpass what I have experienced in the past. These are the really good past. That's why some people stay in their previous and memories of the past. The other reason why people still live in the past is because not just of the good past but really the bad past experience other people suffered through tragic events that personally devastated them or publicly humiliated them and they may feel that a positive future isn't possible for them they don't have, uh, they're not looking at the brighter future ahead of them. And that's the reason why some people have a, an attitude, a negative attitude of the future. And the other reason is some people, they say, I would rather stay in the past because what's the point of looking forward and still looking for a better future ahead of me? Because the reason is because many people are saying, I'm already old. You're older. And this is the reason why many people doesn't want to move ahead. And, of course, expecting a better future. Now, the fact that your life seems almost over, or that you have a serious physical limitations, may make you assume that looking to the past is the only option you have. But many people have accomplished great things in, the, in spite of the old age and bad pasts or experiences that are not actually worth remembering. Now, I would like to give you some examples of older people achieving great things in their life. First, we have this guy who is 21-year-old. His name is Katsusuki Yanagisawa. Who is he? He's a Japanese retired teacher, and he becomes the oldest climber of Mount Everest. Think about that. 71 years old. Was able to climb Mount Everest. Uh, you know, the highest 
the highest mountain in the world. Here have another one. His name is Senator John Glenn of America. He became the oldest person to go into space. Well, he is already 85 or even 90 years old. But yet, he was able to go into space. I'll give you another one, a woman. Her name was Barbara Hillary. At 75 years old, he is a cancer survivor. Became one of the oldest black women to reach the North Pole. Can you imagine North Pole? Grabe ka tugnaw dito, no? Zero tong ilang, of course, even below zero. But she was able to do it at the age of 75. Here's another one. At 91 years old, his name is Alan Stewart, received a law degree from the University of New England. Wow. 91 years old. Still able to be a law uh, student and he was able to finish and have a law degree. Some people will say, well, what's the point of going to school? I'm already old, but there are people who still did it and they are so successful. Let me give you another one. His name is Frank Scherer. Now, who is he? He is 95-year-old, still water skiing regularly at the age of 95. Now, siguro ang ibang sa atin, makambal, hindi na ko na yan pwede, basta maglakat ganun, hindi na ko kalakat. Siyempre, ang mga muscles ko doon, hindi na mag, uh, you know, ma-soften. <laughs> ang tanan nga, nabatsyagan mo sa imong mga muscles is all about pain. I cannot do it. Now, but look at all these people who are at the, hindi lang natin nga sila, natigulang sila at 60 years, some of them are in fact 95 year old. You remember, you remember the guy, Michelangelo, we know him, at 88 years old, he was able to design a massive cathedral. And we know he has done a lot of paintings and one of which is he was painting a lot of cathedrals during his days. And they are still there. Now, Michelangelo, think about how hard it is to paint you know, the ceiling of cathedral, the ceiling of the church building. What I'm saying is that it's still possible. So old age is not an issue. It's not, in fact, our excuse to do exactly what God wants us to do. I want to give you some biblical heroes who are already in advanced ages. Look at Moses. He led Israel until he was 120 years old. 120 years old. He is still able to lead Israel out of Egypt and then moving towards the promised land. John wrote the book of Revelation after he was 90 years old. See, some scholars are, or some students, Bible school students were asking, now isn't it that see, see John was uh, uh, actually, 
you know, ginbutang siya sa oil and then he's supposed to die there, but he survived because he still have been called by God to write the book of, of course, Revelation. Now, I know he has some books. John wrote, you know, John, the Gospel of John. Or rather, sorry, the, yes, the, the Gospel of John. We also have the first John and the second John, third John. He wrote those books. Now, and the most powerful book that he wrote is the book of Revelation. And this is about prophetic, the end times. Ninety years old. He did it. You know why? Because God has a plan and has a purpose for his life. Abraham offered Isaac when he was 110 years or more. He offered Isaac. You know, he's already old. Anna prophesied over baby Jesus when she was 104 years old. Now, some of you will probably say, I cannot do it because I'm already old, but I can assure you, if you know that God has called you to do a wonderful, wonderful uh, assignment that he has placed in your life, you can still look at the future brighter. You are supposed to look at this because God wants you to change your past memories and looking at your future. So all of these people didn't let their memories get bigger, bigger than their dreams. Others became bad past. They have so much memories of the past that are very bad, like Rahab, David, Mary Magdalene, Peter, so on and so forth. They, they didn't let their defects Stop them from who they will become. They didn't allow that. It's a choice. This leads us to the third reason. Is that you cannot live on your yesterday's faith. Not only you cannot live in your using your victories. You cannot surpass. And the second is that you cannot live, you know, with the memories of the past. And then, of course, addressing an issue of uh, old, uh, old days. And this is the third reason you cannot live on yesterday's faith. Now, Psalms 85, verse 6 to 8, it says, Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Lord, is a prayer. And grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. In other words, the psalmist was asking that I need to hear a fresh word from you. Because I know that the psalmist have an experience in the past. Probably bad or probably good. But he was telling God, Lord, I need to hear from you a fresh word so that I can use it so that my future will truly be a better one. Now, the children of Israel had experienced great spiritual blessings throughout their history. From the first Passover 
to the crossing of the Red Sea, to the conquering of the land of Canaan, even to building of the temple. Now the children of Israel had seen the hand of God at work in and out through their own lives. But yet, their faith in what God has done in the past, now it's not doing anything good to deliver them from their present situation. Their old faith was not sufficient enough to deliver them from their present problem. Now, they needed a new faith, a new vision for what God could do. They needed a new portion of that faith that had brought them and so that they can pass all the victories they experienced before. You see, God had already set into motions the events, the people who would, in fact, lead Israel out of captivity so that they can go back into the land of blessing. That means the promised land. But it was still up for them to decide if they wanted what God was offering to them. If they refused God's plan, if they refused to follow where God was leading them, then they would be doomed to remain in their captivity. God has already set into motion new direction, new purpose. It's also the same with us. God has given us a new direction to be able to fulfill whatever He had plans for year 2021, a new purpose for your life and for my life that needs a new level of faith. Will you follow Him? That's the question. In Psalms 95 verse 8, the psalmist was saying, Today, if only you would hear His voice, do not harden your hearts. Wow. It's a reminder. Sometimes, mga memories of the past natin na hindi manami para sa atin. Those are the reasons why many times it hardens our heart not to hear God's voice today. I want you to know that God is speaking to you and to me every day. Why would God speak? He speaks to us through many different ways. And most of the time, He speaks through His Word. So some of you, because may mga problema in the past and you are discouraged, sometimes you don't open the Bible to read what God is speaking to you. Because whether you like it or not, your heart probably is already hard. And so today, God is reminding us through Psalms 95, telling us today, now, if only you would hear His voice, do not harden your hearts. That's the word for us today. The second one is that we have to clarify our focus. So the second one is clarify your focus. To clarify your focus. Now what does this mean? Now that means we need to discover what God wants you to do for your life or 
what He wants you to fulfill this year 2021. Now, listen to what Paul mentioned in his, I think, letter to the Philippians. And he says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing new thing now. Now, listen to what this uh, uh, prophet was saying. It's almost the same. In the text we had read a while ago, in verse 18 to 19, it says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am holding or doing a new thing. Now, it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Now, almost the same what Paul mentioned in the New Testament. Now, the word perceive basically means to know by seeing. Now, the word seeing also is not just our physical eyes, but our spiritual eyes. That we have to know by seeing it, by understanding it, by recognizing it, recognition, acknowledge it, and we should be aware of it. That's why there is this message of the word, so that you can understand, you can perceive what God is about to tell you. What do you see when you review your life, your life in the past? Do you see possibilities or problems? Notice that God said, I am making a way in the desert and stream in the wasteland. Now the children of Israel had a choice. The same with us today. We are given a choice. Now, the Israelites, they could probably review their past and the problems of their present situations, or they could focus upon what God wanted to do in their lives. So what are the choices? In this passage, he says that God will, give, will somehow create a way versus desert. So way versus desert. Streams versus wasteland. Now, in our, in our uh, title today, probably it's the same. You're going to make a choice whether you stay in the memories of the past or the dreams that God gave you for your future. Never make the mistake of letting your memories be greater than your dreams. Because memories represent your past. Dreams represent your future. Our past shape who we are today. In fact, many of us, the reason why we are having the kind of behavior or attitude, we have this because of the past experiences we have had. So, the reason your present situations now was affected by the memories of the past. Because our past shaped who we are today. But the dreams, the dreams God gave us, our dreams expand and shape us into what we can become in the future. So dreams are gift 
because they impact your life and my life. And as you try to achieve them, I tell you, it will be totally different. So a memory won't change your life today. You keep on thinking about the bad experience in the past, I don't think it will change your life. Keep on thinking or focusing on it, it will never change your life. In fact, it will influence your life today. But your dream will. Your dream is actually your vision from God. Your dream is why you have to set goals to fulfill in the future. So once you envision your dream or your vision, then set goals to reach it, then you can begin to direct your future. Your future is determined by your dreams. <laughs> Muna may mga tao nga may ara palamang palananawon sa future nila. Kag determinado sila to fulfill it, it will change their whole life. In fact, people around them will also be changed. So don't stay in the past. Always look at the future side of your life. Now, just enjoy reflecting and uh, celebrating the things you have accomplished for Christ in the past, but then move on to dream and plan what you will do for Christ this year and in the future. So that means we have to what? We have to what? The Bible says that we have to clarify our focus. Clarify our focus. Are we fixing our eyes on the past memories which cannot change our future? We must only fix our eyes on our dreams and then we will go for it. So what must we do based on the passage we read a while ago? To clarify our focus, that means you must first see yourself as God sees you. See yourself the way God sees you. Now, you may feel that your past had made your life as a wasteland. Particularly 2020. You have, you have not seen probably some of you, only very few people are able to move forward and to say 2020 was a truly blessing year for me. But for the ma majority, they will say it's really a wasteland. It's, it's not a fruitful year. You may feel that way today, but God, in God, if you are in God, if you are in Christ, your life can become stream of life. It's not wasted. It's not wasteland. A wasteland. But a stream. You see, when people look at you, all they see is your history. And sometimes we believe people. We believe, you know, what people see. And we agree with what they see in us. But you see, remember that we are not supposed to have our cue what people says and agree with them. We have 
to have our cue what God says. You see, all they see with our history, perhaps they will say, I don't think you will have a better future. That was your history. They are trying to look at your previous life. But you see, when God looks at you, it's totally different. Because when he looks at you, what he sees is your destiny. Is your future destiny. God had already seen your potential, your destiny before you were conceived. You remember Psalms 139 verse 16, a very powerful, powerful text passage in the book of Psalms. Let me read that to you. It says, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed me when as yet there was none of them. Now what is the psalmist saying? The psalmist saying is this. He knows that God saw him before he was born in this world. And he said that everything that is already finished in the book, that is the story life. The story life of the psalmist is not just his story. It's our story. That means our creator, God himself, already knew. He knows the very beginning of your life. That chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, and the future chapters of your life that is yet to come. God already saw them. That's exactly what he said. That's destiny. What is destiny? Destiny is simply is what God had foreordained. Foreordained, that means he ordained already. He already finished that. He foreordained for your life and my life before you were born. Now remember, you are already finished by God. But for you to be able to experience that, you have to start over. And that's why we were born. Before you were born, your story life is done. It's finished already. So in other words, to discover what God wants for you, you must to see yourself the way God sees you. And the second reason is that you must see your possibilities as God sees them. Look at the word, I am making a way in the desert making a way in the desert. In the desert, there is no way. You cannot identify the way. But God is saying, I will make a way for you. God is able to transform the desert areas of your life into fields of blessings and abundance. And that God can take a dried up, useless life you have and transform it into a life of purpose destiny. Facing adversity and opposition in the past and even now would have been easy to have grown discouraged. But we must focus on the opportunities we have instead of what? Instead of increasing difficulties and oppositions or hindrances. Today we have entered into another new year. And ahead of us lies 
and endless opportunities that God prepared for us in advance. Why do I see that? Because the Word of God tells us that. And remember, the Word of God says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my Word will last. That, word, that means the Word of God doesn't lie. It will surely come to pass. Now, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, perhaps nabasa mo several times, or for some of you who have not read it yet, look at what Paul was saying in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. He says, we are God's workmanship. What is a workmanship? That means a finished product. It's not just a finished product, but it's something to be proud of. You know, an artist will always have a kind of finished product that he is proud of. And this is what God says. We are God's finished product, and it's not just an ordinary product. It's something that he can be proud of. God's workmanship. He says, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Now, doing good works, that means we are responsible for that. That is the will of God, that when we are given a chance to live in this world, in seasons of pandemic, we can still do good works. With God, look at the, the name, the, I mean the next statement is this, that God prepared where? Beforehand, that we should walk in them. Now he used the word them, he didn't use the word on it or in it, but he used the word that we should walk in them. There are so many opportunities ahead. But because if we still have to go back and stay in the past experience, we cannot move forward to walk through these opportunities that He already prepared for your life and for my life. He already done that. He is already finished. Your story life, your opportunities, endless opportunities is just waiting for you to walk in them. Wow, it's amazing that we need to clarify. Clarify. Clarify, you know, things that we have to fix to focus. And the third and the last, that we need to commit ourselves to God's plan. Commitment or commit yourself to God's plan. Verse 19 reminds us of this. It says, see, see, behold, or see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. It's happening. In fact, it already happened. Now the word see could also mean behold. Now the word see means behold, I do a new thing. Now he spoke it by faith. That means this is faith path out of their 70-year captivity into liberation or freedom and redemption. He was talking to the Israelites, his own people. Behold, I am doing a new thing. It's a declaration, a faith path. I am giving you a new path, a new beginning in your life. 
You are living in captivity now, but I am now opening a way into your freedom and redemption. Now, God was calling His people out of the old and into the new. It's the same message He is telling us today. Don't dwell in the past. Don't dwell what happened in 2020 or even beyond. We have to see it. We have to see it with our spiritual eyes. See, behold. You see, the word behold means to stand in awe and be amazed. When I began to, you know, to study this word, I was in fact amazed. It creates in me faith that if I'm going to fix my eyes on the future that God prepared in advance for me, I am going to expect things will come their way and I will be awe, awed by it. I will be amazed. Now, many of us are using the word amazing. But some of us doesn't really understand what, what amazed or what amazing means. When you are in awe, that means you, can, you, cannot, you, know, you cannot explain it. It's just an awe of what he is doing. So we're going to experience many of these awes in the year 2021. That means these are, these are miracle times. We will see, you know, provisions that God, you have never experienced before. You will see the impossibilities become possible. Not because of, of your power, but because God declared it. So this is his declaration. He is now declaring not just to the people of God in the Old Testament, but it's still the same declaration of God for us who experience you know, things in the past that many times holding us or trying to paralyze us not to move towards the future. But remember this, God is declaring, Behold, I am doing a new thing. It's now, it's starting now, it's springing up. Now that means this declaration is His announcement. His announcement was a statement of His character, Redeemer. He will redeem us with so much things. This declaration is His announcement of hope for humanity through Jesus Christ and the gospel of His kingdom. The very reason Jesus Christ came was to restore what was lost. Supposed to be, we are supposed to be in dominion, but because of what happened. And remember this, some of us doesn't understand that you can still have rulership because of Christ. And we are not bound by, of course, kingdom of this world, but we are citizens of His kingdom. That's why many of the principles of the kingdom of God found in the Bible. We can use that so that we can see and we will be amazed that it's going to be working in your life. His declaration that simply He is calling us to come up and out of the ordinary and rise above our limits. 
Sometimes you say, I don't think I can do that. You are limiting yourself. Yes, it's true. But when God is saying this, stand on it because in Him nothing is impossible. That means there is no limitations. He's asking us to see and respond to His hand of preparation and purpose in our lives because we are His church, His bride. To behold what He has done is doing and will continue to do as we live in righteousness. Live righteously in the Lord according to the Word of God and with the vision to see His kingdom come here on earth. You see, the kingdom of God will come on earth. It's supposed to be now. Don't wait for the second coming that we will see that. But it can be manifested in your life and in our life today. We are living in probably a season of darkness. But this is an opportunity for the light of the kingdom of God to shine. It will only shine through His people, His church. And that's you. That's me. So much is on the horizon. So many lies ahead. Don't be discouraged by bumps in the road of detours on the path of life. All it takes is for you to continue to trust. Put your faith in God and speak new things into your wilderness and desert season. Speak through them. Don't let your memories become bigger than your dreams. Maybe last year, they didn't turn out the way you'd expect to happen. Let's start today. And put the past behind us and make a positive jump into the new year of 2021. Expect God to do new things in your life this year that may you know seem <laughs> overwhelming when you consider your present situations or present circumstances but I want you to take courage it's the same word that God said to Joshua take courage it's the same word that he's telling us it's a new it's a new thing uh, for us to do this instead of Fear, God is challenging us to take courage instead of fear. Now, as you see, the Bible declares that God has made a way, carved in a road to lead you and position you in rivers of provision to refresh you and your family. I want to encourage you that God knows what He's doing. He knows what he's doing. All it takes is for you to trust him. Have faith and have courage. Let us pray. Father, we are so thankful for the message that you have given us today. I know it's not by chance or by coincidence that we receive this message on the third Sunday of January 2021. Most of all, Father, we thank you for going ahead of us 
to plan the path for our lives. Buligi kami o Dios, help us to expect something new. And we ask for your wisdom to respond rather than to react to you, especially to your guidance. Help us not to focus on the past memories, which is negative. But let our focus be on the future that you prepared in advance for us to walk. We choose to acknowledge you and be thankful for you. Thank you for the rivers of provision. And thank you that you will make a way in the desert that we can experience your presence that gives us deliverance, freedom, and redemption. This is our prayer and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God richly bless us all. Thank God for the message. I do not know about you, but preparing this message, as I'm preparing this, I'm already blessed. <laughs> it ministered to me in a very special way. That if I'm going to look at 2021, though the past, even today, there are so much hindrances, there are so much negative, you know, Things that we hear in our nation, in other nations, that is happening. That sometimes we are so, you know, not, not focusing on what you're doing, but we have to make a choice. And I have made my choice today, and I'm sure you've made your choice. To fix your eyes on the Lord, because He knows what He is doing. He is a great God. He allowed us to live in 2021 because we have something to experience and fulfill and most of all so that other people will see Christ in us. Don't let your past become bigger than the dreams that God gave you. Praise God. I hope that you're going to bless your friends and loved ones again sending this to your friends, and let them be blessed. That's the only way you can. Again, I would like to challenge you, for some of you who wants to constantly, for the members, I would like to challenge you that this is the moment of breakthrough. But you see, sometimes what hinders us is we fail to give what belongs to God. This is just, you know, a reminder. It's a, you know, a reminder that I know it's not my reminder, it's God's reminder. Because that's the principle of His blessings. He will bless those who are considered givers. Now, if you're not in this church, but if you want to bless this ministry, we welcome you. Feel free to text me or message me where are you going to send your gift for the ministry. I want to thank you because your gift is able to bless other people. So we can expand the, the Lord's territory. We can bless the workers, you know. They can continue to reach out. We have so much outreaches around Manduriao and around the city uh, to reach out that in spite of pandemic, we keep on 
reaching other people. We constantly serve the Lord with gladness. And we believe that God's protection is over us. And the same with you. As you give, you are in fact allowing God to extend the blessings over your family and over your life. You're opening the doors of the kingdom of heaven that he will be able to bless you. May God bless everyone today in Jesus' name. God bless. Amen.